Is Iran really a state sponsor of terrorism? The answer is yes. We're going to get into that today, but it's just the beginning of what we're really getting into, and that is the persecution of Christians in Iran and Iraq today. We got a lot to get into, so let's get into it right now. Hey, this is Ryan S. Howard. Thanks for tuning in to my podcast. I call it Your Faith at Work because we want to get your faith out of the church and into the world. We were created to be intentional, influential, and impactful. I'm here to help you reach the potential God created you with, and I'll help you find confidence in your God-given assignments as you advance the kingdom every single day. And we're going to do that in work, in the culture, and in life. Learn more at ryanshoward.org. Well, like I mentioned, Iran is actually a state sponsor of terrorism today. And in fact, they have been long recognized by America as a state sponsor. And that is by both parties, both parties, Republicans and Democrats across the board. And those who uh, perhaps are living outside of reality may be denying that, but it is the reality today and it's recognized. Um, you know, I was reading some uh, a U.S. Senate hearing back in 2012 talking about this uh, on the Foreign Relations Committee and there's a subcommittee on Near Eastern and South and Central Asian Affairs and they met to talk about the implications of Iran's support for terrorism and militant movements throughout the Middle East. And even just in a uh, Secretary of State confirmation hearing in 2021, they were talking about how they are sowing chaos and uh, funding terrorism through different terrorist proxies and clients from Hezbollah to Hamas. And, uh, well, we can talk about a whole other episode on, you know, what Trump was doing in his administration actually put maximum pressure. This was a maximum pressure campaign. And Iran, uh, their president, said that the country was losing $150 billion in revenue since 2018. And, well, that was working, going the right direction. You know, after uh, Obama gave, a, you know, <laughs> tons of money, literally tons of money there um, in cash to Iran. But uh, the Joe Biden team this regime uh, is taking a different approach, which is going backwards and is trying to have diplomacy, which just doesn't really make any sense. At least in with terrorism, it doesn't make sense. You know, if somebody's taking over a cockpit, you don't sit there and reason with them. You do whatever you got to do to get them out of control. And that's just a, a metaphor, but unfortunately, it's uh, real uh, in many cases. But anyway, you can kind of see that it's a real problem and it's no small thing. And so the um, Iran's influence is also felt in Iraq uh, because they, the Tehran is uh, funding weapons, ammunition, training to Shiite militants. And uh, they're targeting the U.S. and other troops that are focused on fighting ISIS. And, uh, well, that can lead to arbitrary detentions, um, killings, torture, all this stuff from these militant groups. Um, and so it's a big problem. Many, many of them are fleeing to Syria and, uh, well, it's a big problem. Now, 
Iran uh, had an Islamic revolution back in 1979, and that created the world's only Shiite Islamic theocracy. So right now today, it's a Islamic theocracy. And it's just, it profoundly changed every aspect of life in Iran. And there were things that were going the right direction leading up to that point before the revolution. Not everything, obviously, still very difficult. Uh, But there were some freedoms coming, that sort of thing. But totally not the case after this revolution. And many people who um, were committed, had committed their lives to Islam and Islamic rule, were then filled with despair and disillusionment because of... um, well, the new doors of extremism that was in radical Islam that was opened to this. So even those who were practicing Islam were, were seeing how crazy this is. But the thing is, that is opening people up. It's opening new doors for the gospel, which is sweeping across the nation in Iran. And that's through Christian media and bold evangelists and a lot of growing house churches in Iran. Now, the government continues to try and stop this move of God, but Christian leaders and pastors, um, you know, they can be, they're often arrested, tortured, imprisoned, their families are harassed. Uh, Some have no other option but to leave, to flee the country, surrounding, two surrounding countries. So 97% of Iranians uh, are identified by the government as Muslims, but uh, there's a significant portion of the population that has abandoned Islam, and many have come to faith in Christ. And, you know, as I mentioned, kind of on a little rant at the beginning of this, uh, the government authorities are the main persecutors. I mean, it is literally a theocracy. It is a terrorist state, uh, and, and they're funding terrorism. And then, but you also have informants in each city, similar to some of the other countries that we've talked about, where they are to tell on any Christian activity uh, that that they might find. So friends and family and community members, they also persecute Christians uh, when, like if news of a conversion becomes public. And so it's very difficult there, um, but the, the Iranian government is um, is among the most oppressive regimes in the world. It is illegal to leave Islam uh, Christians face, they're under constant threat of imprisonment, being falsely accused of, quote, acting against national security for, for what? For owning a Bible or even talking about Christ. Yeah. Na- <laughs> acting against national security for owning a Bible or talking about Christ. Well, that's called oppression. And it's just, uh, it's unbelievable. But Christians are, you know, routinely fired from their jobs. It's difficult for a known believer to find a job or even rent a home. Uh, you know, many Christians gather in these secret fellowships, like these house churches that I mentioned, and uh, they receive teaching through Christian media that is smuggled into the country and is done through broadcast media. And so, um, <clears throat> there are Christians who are in prison now uh, or under house arrest, you know, waiting sentencing. Now, of course, it's illegal to own a Bible, to print a Bible, to distribute a Bible, or to import a Bible. Nothing. Can't have any Bibles there legally. Um, and so, you know, they're very difficult to obtain. And therefore, Bibles are treasured by Iranian believers. In fact, you've got an opportunity to give Bibles there. If you've got an extra $30 
you can give five Bibles, five Iranians, probably more than that because they will share them. But you can give five Bibles for $30. You can go to persecution.com. That's Voice of the Martyrs. They are supporting uh, people here. They're training. They're helping former prisoners rebuild their lives. They're providing discipleship, leadership training uh, for current and future leaders there in Iran. So go there. You can give 30 bucks and buy five Bibles. That money goes a long way. And now that brings us to Iraq. And I mentioned that uh, there's some, that they're backed by Iran. There's three majority groups, uh, majority Muslim groups in Iraq, uh, the Shiite Arab, the Sunni Arab, <clears throat> Sunni Kurdish, and the mod- and uh, modern-day Iraq really has been in conflict for centuries. Um, there's uh, attacks by the self-proclaimed Islamic State, or ISIS. Uh, they've forced tens of thousands of Christians to flee the country. Um, that's leaving, uh, you know, small faithful remnant there. And so, but the, they are doing faithfully, faithful work to advance the gospel. And well, you know, similar to Iran, many of Iraq's Muslims have rejected Islam and become open to Christ for, you know, different reasons, including the corruption and violence that's rampant among the radical Sunni Muslims. That includes ISIS and the Shiites, which includes the Iraqi government, which is backed by Iran. (laughs) So big surprise, shocker, right? It kind of is, it it kind of is, but, um, it, it there, but there's a unique opportunity to share the gospel with Iraqis that are searching for hope and truth. And one thing that persecution does, even when it's coming to, uh, in such a harsh way is it really shows the void of truth and, and, uh, really gives, um, a desire to search for that hope and that truth. And Christians have the answer. We as Christ followers have the real answer. It's the only answer, not only in persecuted countries, but even in, um, in the U S and other nation, Western nations, it is the only hope for anybody to have that eternal life, enjoy life with Christ now, starting now. Now, um, so violence and instability, um, very rampant, uh, but like I said, that's leading to revival among a lot of these traditional Christians who have come to saving faith uh, and are becoming bold witnesses for Christ, like I mentioned. So um, so their population, like I mentioned, has Shiite and Sunni Muslims. Uh, it's the second largest population of Shiite Muslims. That's after Iran. Uh, and their Christian population has suffered severely at the hands of these uh, Islamist extremists. And it's decreased from over 1.2 million to fewer than 300,000. I mean, that's some real persecution. So these uh, Christian converts from Islam are abused and rejected by their families. Uh, They may even be killed or persecuted by different clan or tribe members, even government authorities or these extremist groups. But, you know, northern Iraq is still home to has many Christians who have a a degree of freedom to worship, even though they're under this um, Islamist Islamist threat. But there are portions of Iraq where that's possible, where they can have some freedom. Uh, But in other parts of the nation, especially uh, where they are converts from Islam, uh, they're under continual threat of violence and abduction and even murder. 
And so, uh, you know, with regard to Bibles, uh, ISIS and other Islamic groups, um, they destroy every copy of word they, God's word they can find. Th- there's Bible societies and uh, missions organizations, including Voice of the Martyrs, like I mentioned, uh, that are fortunately giving far more Bibles than, than have been destroyed or could be destroyed. And so it's continuing to flood into the nation. So like I mentioned, just 30 bucks can give five Bibles. That goes a long way over there. Um, but most Christians in Iraq, uh, unlike Iran, have their own Bible. In Iraq, they have many of them have their own Bible. There's different formats available, including audio Bibles and even children's Bibles. How awesome is that? So as you can see, very difficult uh, in Iran and Iraq, uh, just a lot happening there. Um, we really need to be in prayer for Bible distribution for these radical groups to come to Christ. A lot of them I've seen at there. I'm hearing reports that, you know, they are having visions of Jesus appearing and uh, there's having radical conversions. And this extreme uh, evil that's taking place is really getting people to question things that they may not have questioned before uh, in that Islamic worldview and opening them up to the truth of Jesus Christ. So be in prayer, visit persecution.com to learn more and to see more about how you can be praying and how you can support. My wife and I support um, quite a bit uh, to a lot of the different funding things that they have and opportunities to support frontline workers there, Bible distribution, uh, and their different media that they're doing and uh, just helping individual families as well. That, that There's all kinds of opportunities and you can learn all about that at persecution.com, Voice of the Martyrs Global Ministry there. So All right. Well, I hope that blessed you, give you an idea of what's happening over in the Middle East in Iran and Iraq. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining and we'll see you in the next episode. God bless. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and you can help spread the word by giving us a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Visit ryanshoward.org to learn more about how you can advance God's kingdom every day.